Right, so life is kind of hard these days for lots of reasons, but one of them is that we live in an epidemic of distraction. You're mocking me, aren't you? Oh, no, 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 no. Buzz, look, an alien! Where? <laughs> the enemy will always present another enemy that is not the real enemy to keep you distracted from fighting the one that you're called to defeat. In today's world of overstimulation, seemingly unlimited distractions and short attention spans, it's no wonder there are so many people who don't succeed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another riveting episode of your favorite live podcast. Dive into the shallows with us every single weekend. Now, the man with the master plan, Alex Tyshirt. Good morning, good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to the return of another riveting edition of the Shallow Oceans Podcast. fans you are beautiful souls inside and out and there is no better way for me to set myself up for the best start to a show ever than welcoming each and every one of you into the show today and i thank you truly from the bottom of my heart for consistently coming back to something which i like to call is not only a therapeutic session but the most organic raw, real, and fun conversations we could ever have that will not only challenge myself, but hopefully yourself as well, to think differently, to push the boundaries of what is real, and to constantly look forward at the next situation and ask our and ask ourselves, what do we think about it? <laughs> it's been a lot of fun this week. A lot of things have happened. I will catch you up shortly, but I always have to ask you, when was the last time you did something for the first time? I'll go first. So after I recorded last week's episode, which was on labels and conspiracies, which was a very fun show, by the way, and if you did give it a listen, uh, thank you for being open-minded and just being able to have a good conversation, which we seem to be lacking nowadays, where people are very sensitive to the fact of, you can't say this, you can't do that, you're crazy, you're loopy, how dare you think differently than what is being told? You're such a conspiracy theorist, you're just a loop. I bet you think the earth is flat well that makes more sense than round but i bet you think the earth is flat and we've never been to the moon yeah but we've sent a freaking uh multiple land rovers to mars and been able to live sync that feed back to nasa and pilot that thing yet if i'm in a plane or i'm in the middle of the desert i'll never get reception to save my life uh, no it's because they're nasa they've got way better equipment than you do uh-huh yet if you listen to nasa technicians talk about now and why they're like why haven't we gone back 
back to the moon or done it. Oh, well, it's because we don't have the technology anymore. <laughs> okay. You ain't got to be a freaking Sherlock Holmes to know this detective work does not make sense. <laughs> but uh, alas, that is for another time. <laughs> but I hope you are doing well. And I hope life has been good for you. So for myself, what's been funny is, as I was trying to get to before I got distracted there, uh, at last time I recorded this podcast, last week, it was a Tuesday night, as tonight is uh, Wednesday night, and is just about uh, 1 a.m., I would say, in the middle of the night, uh, in the beautiful city of Los Angeles, where the angels rest their head. I was driving home with this car that I have, and it's probably the best car I've owned, which is a Subaru. It's a WRX STI, a very fast car and a lot of fun to drive. But for some reason, and thankfully God is good, it was probably watching over me. As soon as I got off the freeway after about a 50 minute drive back to a uh, Corona area, because I don't live anywhere near the city. Holy crap. No way. No heck. The, the engine gauge started to kind of show it was getting a little hot. And I was like, huh, maybe it's just low on coolant because I know I commute a lot for work and don't even get me started on that, by the way, with gas prices. Holy shit. Um, but I was like, okay, Maybe it's just something new. Maybe it's just something different, right? I'll just check the coolant level when I get home. So I pulled up into my driveway, and as soon as I pull up into my driveway, the light comes on, the engine heat gauge is all the way up, and it's like, homie, we're burning up here! I was like, well, that's not good. So I, I opened the hood to look underneath, and I could see that coolant was definitely around the engine area, down by the turbo, so there's definitely a coolant leak, and I don't know where or why. So I set up a couple uh, towels underneath the car at night to see if it was leaking anywhere and when I woke up it wasn't leaking. Nothing was leaking anywhere. But when I opened up the coolant uh, container itself where all the coolant water is, it was over full and overfilling. That's why I was actually shooting out the top is because it was no longer pumping it into the engine. It was only sucking it out. So I hit up one of my homies, Marcus, which by the way, I love you to death, my guy. Thank you for always helping me out. I hit him up, took the car there, and he thought it was just the temperature valve. Well, it wasn't the temperature valve. It ended up being the water pump. So uh, he was like, don't worry about it, dude. You have the coverage and insurance. Um, but they're not covering the water pump because under the 60,000 powertrain warranty through Subaru, they cover that. So we're going to hit them up. He finally got everything settled. But uh, as they were about to change the water pump, they looked under the hood and they were like, well, the actual radiator is cracked. So you need a whole new radiator plus a brand new water pump. So he's like, don't worry about it. You know, we'll get everything covered. We'll get it all set up. So a week passed and then he hit me up today and said, I tried to call the guy at Subaru. He didn't pick up all day. So to say the least... This is the first time that I've had to deal with this much car trouble, but it's okay because, again, shout out to the homie Marcus. He got me a rental car, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys know this. There is a rental car shortage in the world, probably. Well, I mean, just <laughs> at least here, but there is in the world. It sounds better to say the whole world. There's a rental car shortage, and what's insane to me is I have a buddy. Shout out to Matt Chipper. He works at Enterprise, and I hit him up as soon as I found out that I was going to need a rental car. And I was like, my guy, I need a rental car. You guys got one around you or somewhere close to me? And he's like, dog, there are no rental cars anywhere. And I was like, bro, what you mean? You're a rental car. If you're telling me that there's no rental cars anywhere, that's not a good sign. That's that's a scary thing to hear. Let's go into a restaurant. Then the cook comes out and he's like, hey, man, there ain't no food. Well, then that's not good. That's a restaurant. I want food, right? So I was like, well, okay, so what do I do? So I looked around, tried to find it. It took me two days to get a rental car because apparently not only are shipments backed up from China and this, uh, the 
restrictions because of Russia. You know, they're dominating the world. Putin, bad Putin, all this crap, right? So all this is happening. So all these restraints and restrictions and all this crap. And so it already is worse because of COVID that apparently a lot of the cars that have been getting into accidents now have been sitting in shops for months and months and months because they're waiting for these parts to come in. So the people that are using rental cars right now are extending their rentals. And the fact that when COVID hit, most of these rental car places, if not all of them, sold out half of their product line because nobody was renting cars and the freaking price for used cars skyrocketed. I know firsthand because I bought my Honda, the hatchback one I had that I got into an accident with and they totaled it. I was assuming I was going to get half the money of what I paid for it, right? No, I got all the money back. That's insane. I paid 20 grand for that car, drove it for three years, put 140,000 miles on it, and they gave me 20 grand back. <laughs> what? What's with that whole bullcrap? People say, well, as soon as you drive off the lot, it loses its value unless it's a pandemic. <laughs> you know, like, oh man. So I like to make you guys feel a part of my life. So I just wanted to let you know that no matter what happens, I will be fine. Always good things come to good people who do well. So I preach this again, whether you're somebody that goes to fast food places, restaurants, uh, grocery stores, a certain type of gas station all the time, or you have friends that are mechanics, whatever. Be good to people, okay? That is the best way to start this show is that if I was not nice to this CarMax guy I met, if I was not friendly, if I didn't treat him like family, if I didn't go out of my way to ask how he is, how his family is, and to make sure that people feel appreciated and also valuable and feel like they are somebody in the sea of just so many people, it goes a long way. So he went out of his way to help me because I went out of my way to make him feel welcome and appreciated. So just a little warning again, if you're upset, don't be upset at the people making your food, okay? They're in control of your food. Or if you don't know a mechanic, start being nice to mechanics when you go get an oil change. Build friendships with people. The best thing you can do is have friends in places that you might need. Make connections, people. Build bridges. Don't burn them down. That's all I'm trying to get to. So hopefully your week has been a little bit better than mine. But alas, again, I'm driving this dashing Mitsubishi Mirage, which looks like their take on a Prius right now. And it's getting me such good gas mileage. I went from spending $90 every other day on gas to now $40 every three days. And uh, it's been sensational, if I may say. I might not even want the car back, but enough about that. That's a distraction. And I don't mean to distract you from the topic at hand tonight. You see, there's so much going on in the world today. It's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G, <laughs> but I'm fascinated. Fascinated by this topic that happened and also my dummy dumb self. I didn't notice that the topic I teased at last week, which was happiness, was the second freaking show I've ever done on Shallow Ocean. So shame on me. I apologize for that, but just be happy, okay? That's if you need to catch up on some happiness, go back to the second podcast I've ever done. But the distractions that I've been noticing lately have been ever growing and almost distracting, as funny as that sounds, that it's kind of overwhelming and also distasteful. And for somebody like myself who has disconnected so heavily from reality in the sense of like consumering, uh, trying to fill emptiness with just buying stuff or with other people, relationships, and all of this yada mumbo jumbo. I've changed a lot through the years to realize now not, not only filling this hole within myself, but finding a way to put myself within that hole because that is the person you'll always have in life. And so 
When you remove yourself and you stop watching movies, you stop watching television, you stop watching news cycles, you start living, enjoying your life, connecting more to nature, thinking to yourself, which by the way, I don't know if you know this, but apparently there's only a handful of people that can have an inner dialogue with themselves. And now a dialogue is a discourse you have with somebody. So for example, what we're doing right now, which is communicating, which is talking, which is having a conversation, there's not many people that can do this apparently, especially with themselves internally. So like say you're driving on the road like I do and I'm commuting for an hour to come in L.A., there's not a lot of people who can sit there and have a conversation in their own mind to themselves like, hey, man, did you actually do this yesterday? Oh, no, I don't think I did. What did you think about this stuff? And like, what did I think about that? And then you have like the bubble scheme where they say like it's your internal thoughts to where when you think of water and then the micro bubbles pop out of that and it's like, well, it's wet. Well, it's cold where it makes me want to dry. Well, it's this. So it creates more conversation and increases your brain cells, basically, like the stems out into more uh, brain cells. That's like one of the best things for you to do is think about things. So I didn't know this, though, but apparently a lot of people can have inner dialogues about stuff to conversate with themselves or to think openly about situations and to dive deeper into complexual thoughts. I thought that was wild. And it makes sense, though, because that's why so many people have turned into a sense a robot. And I don't mean to offend any of you if this is something that hits kind of close to home, but it's good to be aware of this. If you're somebody that just recycles information all the time or you're somebody that doesn't think outside the box and has just become a product of your environment or also just an apple falling off the tree of your family, it's a very scary thing to be because you have to be very open to the situations that are around you and also very understanding of the conceptualizing under preface of what is really trying to go on around you. The world is always trying to create this discourse and not only distract you, but to create these grand lavistries of the showmanship to make you view the world differently. So that's why I wanted to be very upfront and talk about a lot of the stuff that's going on today. And so the most prevalent one and why I decided to do this topic with you of don't get distracted is the Oscars and how I don't watch the Oscars. I don't know anybody that does because personally, I could care less about people giving themselves awards for playing pretend. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not a talent. I'm not saying it's not hard. Trust me. I'm not saying that at all. Just like this, for example, I think podcasting is extremely easy. I see myself as like an artist. So say your favorite musician, let's go with uh, Taylor Swift, right? Uh, A lot of people respect Taylor Swift because not only does she write her music, she sings her music and she produces her music, like actually is in the studio and does all that stuff with creating the sound, the movement snare-based treble and putting it all together. I see myself as an artist like that with podcasting because not only am I my own talent, the guy that talks to you, I'm also the editor that puts together the sound clips and everything and cleans everything up, creates all the intros, the outros, etc. But I also produce my show because I'm the guy that gives myself my own thoughts. You know, I don't do prep before shows, but it's all in one. So that's a very hard thing to do in certain aspects of life. And so I'm, again, not discrediting these people. I just don't care to see who they think was the best person that played pretend, okay? I'm just saying that for example. And you know why I can say that? I don't listen to podcasts. I have a lot of respect for Joe Rogan and what he's accomplished in his field, but I don't even listen to his stuff. And I would think I would be very interested, right? Because he's an interview-based show, but I like to keep myself organic. So I like to have my own stuff be fresh from my own mind because I believe truly that we are sponges throughout all of our life. Even though people want to say like, old dog can't learn new tricks. Nah, humbug. I'll go Scrooge on that. There's no way that that's not uh, true. I, I mean, for even now, for example, I'm 
31, about to be 32 this year, and I'm still learning things every day because I'm open to it. I allow water to come in. I didn't dry out. I'm not a dried out sponge. I'm a very wet, moist sponge, you know? So when you think about these things and things that are going around in the world, you start to be more aware of it and start to kind of break things down from like a higher point of view rather than just choosing a side, which people want you to do all the time. It's just like sports. It's my team versus your team. Politics. It's my side versus your side. It's always like that, whatever it may be. And so it kind of distorts our brain and kind of makes us have a little bit of fog and we don't think clearly. So with this Oscar thing, um, to my understanding, again, I didn't watch it. I've only seen clips and things that have happened. Uh, Chris Rock was the host and he's the guy that's going around. He makes like uh, the entertaining stuff. I've seen some Oscar stuff before in my past where they make like fun bits or they do like comedy skits in between. They do some open fun topics, whatever it may be. He did a joke about Will Smith's wife, and apparently she has some kind of uh, condition with her hair where it's actually making her go bald, so that's why she shaved her head and whatever, yada, 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 okay? You don't need to know the whole backstory because it's really not that important. But apparently he made a joke about her and said that, I'm very excited for G.I. Jane 2. And apparently in the first G.I. Jane, one of the actresses, the main one, shaved her head basically pretty low with her hair, and she was like the main character, and it's a very strong women empowerment kind of a thing, right? Well, apparently it didn't hit well with her and so Will Smith got offended for her and walked up on stage slapped the shit out of Chris Rock walked down and then proceeded to scream at him and tell him like keep my wife's name out your mouth and blah 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 you see Everybody is so focused on the fact it happened and how the meme culture has grabbed onto it so quickly and created thousands and thousands of different type of things, which sure, a lot of them are funny, but you're not realizing the scope of what's really going on here. We as a society now have been trained and indoctrinated to take anything that may seem frugal, small, and blow it up astronomically, especially if it hasn't happened before, or it's something that can be used to change the landscape of people's views minds and thoughts and subconsciously change the way we view ourselves and is actually a reflection of how society is today. You want to know why I make that statement? It's quite simple. Let's go to the BLM rallies. Let's go to any protests that's been going on. Let's go to extremism on both sides, whether you're conservative or liberal. Most of the time, when people get very set in their ways and their beliefs, if they are so gung-ho on it and they're so die-by-the-sword of it, they will get very inflamed and emotional emotionally enraged if people not only disagree with them, but combat them to their beliefs in ways that maybe challenge them in the wrong way or get them flustered or say things that they don't agree with. So thus, I've seen a lot of videos of these people that have liberal beliefs that get really over the top and so extraneous, it hurts my heart to see. There's some college students I saw where they put little flags in the grass in this college campus because they wanted to show how many lives of babies are taken every year to abortions. And there was a few women that came through and started stomping all of these flags and pulling them out of the ground and saying, my uterus, my choice. If I had a baby, I'd kill it right now. And yelling vulgarities and being so enraged with emotions, I couldn't believe it. How is it that something as simple as flags being in a ground upsets you that much? Like, what is the triggering effect here? What is the motive behind it? (gasps) The Oscars is a reflection of that. Let's go to other things I've seen as well. Uh, Let's say that their presidential election where we had Trump and Biden going back and forth before they even were, one was elected, one out and voting. And they're going back and forth and they're just taking shots at each other. Uh, One's calling the other one out, one's saying this. And it's turning into such like a child action where it's like I have two kids sitting in front of me and they're trying to point each finger at each other and blame. What's the reason for that? Uh, The Oscars. Let's go to road rage and how in Los Angeles here, there's been multiple people who have died because of road rage. 
rage because they cut somebody off, flip them off, whatever it may be. The other person follows them, gets off the exit, gets out of their car, and not only maybe starts a fight with them, but pulls out a gun and shoots them. Wow. Okay. Let's go to here in Los Angeles again and how there's been robberies that have been popping up extronomically where I even had the great Ben Maller here, who's an overnight host at Fox Sports Radio, sent me a tweet by the LA Police Department HQ that said, we are asking that you don't wear jewelry outside as much because robberies with guns are up by 40 something percent. That is unbelievable. But you know what that's accustomed to? The Oscars again. And the reason I'm making all these connections and putting them all together is because what did we truly see that happen at the Oscars. And if you haven't seen it, I explained it to you really quickly what happened. Will Smith walked up and slapped the shit out of Chris Brock because of something he said and then proceeded to walk back down and sit down in the audience again and then scream vulgar words at him and basically threatening him if he continued to do it after he already put his hands on him one time. Okay, the reason why I'm connecting all these things is quite simple. There was no fear of repercussions. There was no thought in his mind what was right or wrong. There was only enraged emotions that led him to do what he did. Him being Will Smith and what he actually did to Chris Rock because of a joke, which was very harmless, by the way. But again, we live in a very socially awkward society and that we're so indoctrinated now with PC culture and trying to cancel people and trying to make sure you don't say anything that goes against the grain. And if I'm sensitive to it, you're in the wrong and you should be punished for it. You don't really see how big this is truly, do you yet, right? Because it was so quick with the memes, we just thought it was funny and it was just like, wow, never saw that before. (laughs) You really don't understand what that means, right? That enables people to now continuously do what they're already doing wrong. It's a form of enabling. It's a form of allowing somebody to do more wrong. You're getting where I'm going with this, right? The fact is a grown-ass man who has been an actor for a long, long time, which by the way, this could have been completely staged for all we know, and we wouldn't know. You want to know why? They're actors. They've played roles where they act and make you believe there's something else that they're not. Okay, Uh, Will Smith won Best Actor shortly after this whole scene as well and was still at the event, by the way. Nobody escorted him out or even held him accountable for anything. It's just crazy. But you see where I'm getting at, right? So that's the other side of this. It could have been completely staged where Chris Rock knew that he was going to set up this joke and he was going to put it on Jada Smith, which is Will Smith's wife, which, by the way, she had like a video that went a little viral because six days prior to this, she talked about how she doesn't care about her hair because to her, it's beautiful. She loves herself anyways. Yet, all of a sudden, she took offense to this. Kind of weird, right? But then they say, well, they had a history. They had tension. Him and Chris Rock, they don't have a good past. Okay. Dog, I don't care what happens. I don't care what's right and wrong. There's so many different ways to go about this. Again, so let me slowly keep going before I get on this tangent. I don't like the fact that this enables stuff. I really don't like the fact that this allows people to believe to themselves that this is okay. This is the right form of action to walk up and slap the shit out of somebody because I don't agree with what he said, even though it was a joke and the premise of him just having fun. There was no vulgarity to it. There was no uh, malintent. There was no uh, trying to make something right. He wasn't trying to make fun of her because of her illness. He was just having fun because of how she looked. That's all it was. And there's nothing wrong with that because we have to remember comedy is the last stand against all of this PC culture and making sure people say the right thing and what they shouldn't say. I don't like that because if we're going to a society now where we're afraid to say certain things, what have we become? 
we're really censoring people now that extremely? Like, it's true. It's prevalent. Look at any social platform. People were getting deplatformed because they went against the narrative of COVID and vaccines and whatnot. And now we're sitting in the middle of LA and there's nothing now. No masks, no nothing, nothing. It's just gone. Poof. There it goes. Yep. We'll see you guys in wintertime where we mandate everything again. Really? That's what it is? You guys really don't understand the amount of distractions that are going on, do you? Really? Oscars. Russia. COVID. Are we really not focused on what's going on yet? If you guys go back through the record of all this medical stuff that's been going on, influenza, uh, herpes, diabetes, I mean, you name it, all of these things keep popping up for a reason, right? Are we figuring this out yet? I promise you nobody had diabetes back in the day. It started now. <laughs> like, I hope we we're realizing that that's the whole topic of health and everything. But you got to realize that there's a lot of things that are enabling us over time. So, again, back with this Will Smith thing and what happened, it's the wrong action to have taken. And there is no repercussions that were there after. We enabled it even more because of the meme society and everything that happened. It blew up to such an extraordinary event. It, it, it mind boggled me that so many people cared about it or shared it or even talked about it. None of these people watched the Oscars, at least that I felt. None of them. But my entire storyline was covered with that shit. It blew my freaking mind. And it shows you monkey see, monkey do. If this is topical, I will copy it. I will keep it going. What? Bro, why is nobody having the discussion of what should truly be talked about? You can't even validate what Will Smith did as much as you try to. And I've heard people, well, it's a man's job to stand up and protect his wife. You're absolutely correct. A man should always respect and dignify the purpose and be proud of his his significant other, his ribcage, the person that completes this man and has become one with this individual. But they have an open relationship. And apparently, Will Smith has no issue when somebody says something about his wife. But if they're inside of his wife's mouth, that's okay, right? I'm not making things up. I'm not speaking ill will. I'm speaking the truth of what actually happens and what is knowledge. It's public knowledge. So you're telling me that kind of an individual with that kind of a relationship is trying to be a traditional man in a traditional society. Uh, I think we've lost sense of what it means to be traditional and to be a man defending a woman. You see, I am somebody that if I'm dating somebody, I'll open the door for them. I'll open the car door. I'll treat them like the world. I'll take them out and pay for them. I'll do all of that stuff. But you have to realize that's a, that's a traditional woman. So a traditional man fits with a traditional woman, right? You can't be a girl out here saying, you know, like, boss bitch, I don't need no man. I'm out here doing what I got. And then expect the man to do all this stuff for you, yet you're not doing anything f- to reciprocate. You feel me? Like, do you cook? Do you clean? Do you do any of this stuff too? Oh, you're misogynistic. You're being a... You're, you're over mansplaining with your masculinity. No, no, no. I'm being honest here. We're having an open conversation about what's truth and what's not. So if you're trying to make this statement about Will Smith and say that he should have been the guy to have done that, then you obviously don't understand what's right and wrong. And you're probably somebody that thinks that men should not be masculine and men should not work out and men should be more beta then. You probably think that guy with testosterone is not attractive because it makes him look too manly, right? Oof, that's a scary way to go. That's like saying women should not be beautiful. They should just be more... Uh, overweight, let themselves go, don't care about their hair or their uh, skincare product, anything like that. They should just, it doesn't matter, right? Because it's too feminine. That's too womanly, right? Okay. Wow. Slippery slope, huh? Okay. Uh, let's even go to the fact about Chris Rock. He should have never said that. He should have never made that joke about her when she has a disease. A disease? She's just going bald. How many guys go bald? It's like, what? What are we talking about here? Are you really trying to make this argument because he made a joke about somebody that, what? What are we doing here? 
That's where the conversation evolves to. And then I've heard other people making about a race thing. You don't understand. Black women suffer from this. Is Okay, that's not what this was about. Stop making this about things it's not. This is a simple conversation here. They did something in a setting. I don't know if it was organic or if it was pre-planned if it was something that was maybe you know staged who knows all i'm saying is i'm going off the fact and playing devil's advocate on both parts the scope of here is that we're not seeing what is truly what it was done and it was a distraction it was something to distract us about what is truly happening in this world and i think that it's a worrisome thing because it hurts my heart again to see how many people shared this stuff talked about this stuff when they have no knowledge about this stuff the same thing with russia and ukraine you know how many people were sharing stuff acting like they wanted to support Ukraine. You know how many videos? And shout outs to Joey B. Toons, by the way, which I love his content. He showed so many of these people that had OnlyFans. They're like, for today only, 50% off my OnlyFans and all funds goes to donation to support Ukraine. <laughs> what? Really? And all these people that just capitalize. That's what this truly is. It shows the weakness of humanity, the weakness of our social standards of what we consider as acceptable and not, we've turned into a self-entitled society that is solely focused on capitalizing on any event that goes topical or trends and uses it to benefit themselves rather than talking about the issue at hand and what is truly going on. It's heartbreaking. It is so heartbreaking to see how much has happened within just two and a half years from COVID to this Russia thing to now this Will Smith thing. And that's just three things. I could dive so much deeper on other topics, but that overviews of what I'm trying to explain to you. Do you witness now and see for your own eyes the distractions that are in front of us? Do you realize how many people just follow along, go with the trend and either make something comedy, fun or anything, yet they really don't understand what's going on? You see it now, right? So somebody can't make a joke about somebody's physical appearance without getting demonized, canceled, discredited, attacked. Really? Like, that's another thing, too, that people don't understand is, like, violence, that's one of the most basic level of things that should never be a first-choice thing to do. Because, to me, that shows that now you are emotionally enraged, now where you have no cognitive thinking ability anymore, and you have no understanding of what's right and wrong, that you are being driven by something and basically controlled by your emotions, rather than using your deductive reasoning of logic and expectation of what is right and wrong, and communicating yourself and articulating a way that benefits yourself, too. And the situation to come to an understanding. Yeah, that's uh, a dime a dozen nowadays, I've been realizing, by how people act and what they do. It's fascinating to me. It truly is fascinating that we're being overlooked of what is happening right now. So again, how many people really know the situation between Will Smith and his wife, or Will Smith and Chris Rock, or the Oscars themselves, and how they had the lowest ratings in history in the last two years, and then this happens, and their ratings spike? Uh, How about the fact that both of these individuals now get more fame, more clout, more uh, residuals now? Will Smith wins an award and goes up and cries and says this whole speech. You guys really don't realize that people can become something without even realizing. It happens on our level. We're not even on that level of quote-unquote stardom like these people, which by the way, I do believe they feel they can get away with this stuff because of how far we've idolized these people. And basically, there are kings and queens. Since we have no royalty in this country, politicians of big standard and celebrities, whether they be athletes or actors or social media influencers, we put them on such a grand scale because of the following that they have. So basically, if you have an M next to your name on any social platform, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, yada, 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 You're seen as somebody of fame, somebody of value. And you know why I say that? There are plenty of women that I've seen on these TikTok apps and other social media platforms that have just an attractive body or they just can lip sync very well or just 
act out situations on TikTok, and now they're actually doing movies. Now they're actually singing in shows and stuff because of that simple thing. We've devalued talent. We've devalued what it means to conversate. You see where, like, again, this is all connected to the source. Distractions. We're losing sense of self. So now I want to switch this and refer to you as a person. Are you starting to realize now how big of a scope this stuff is to remove yourself from your own life? Do you realize now why people chase money? Do you realize now why people chase relationships? Why they try to find somebody to start dating and to make them a part of their life? Do you realize now why people start to chase cars, fancy cars, all this lavishries? Do you realize why people start taking drugs and alcohol? They're all a form of distractions. They're all a form of removing you from the reality of the world we're in and putting you more into your own bubble and making you feel numb to the situation at hand. That's what these things are. That's what these grand scale things are too, whether it be on a grand scale again of the these actors and actresses or world stage where it's with Russia and Putin and it's this other stuff with uh, the pandemic and whatnot. And the reason I say all these as examples is like, again, how many people really looked into the pandemic stuff and looked into alternative medicine needs to cure themselves and how to keep themselves healthy? Slim to none because they weren't told. Uh, the Ukraine stuff, how many people really looked into the Russian side and listened to what Putin had to say about what's going on and what he's trying to do and how he made a public address to the Western civilization and civilians about how the media sources and your government are lying to you because the Western elites have a different agenda that has no best interest for you at hand and as well as other people. Quite fascinating, right? I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong here. I'm simply asking you, did you look into more of these situations? And I feel like after we've been together for this many shows and been together for these years, you're starting to understand that I challenge beliefs, right? That I challenge your views and I never tell you what to think. You will never hear me sit here and just constantly push information down your throat, regurgitate it, and feed you into this wind tunnel of telling you what's right or wrong. That's politics. You can go watch CNN or Fox for that. I simply challenge my own beliefs in your own every day because I believe that moves us forward in a virtuous society and conforms us into not being conformative, as funny as that sounds. So that's why these distractions are so prevalent and from your life and why you need to be very aware of them and be very cautious of what you allow yourself to consume. That's why, again, I removed myself. That's why I don't watch television. That's why I don't listen to any of these media sources. That's why I don't go and listen to the radio. I only find certain music that I'm a fan of, which I grew up with, which maybe has nostalgia or different things, and finds music that is either inspiring or classical music, which allows me to think more, or if I watch shows, it's because because it's for show purposes with anime or other things. I'm telling you, like, the grand scope of what's going on is everything within our life will become a distraction if we don't use it to benefit ourselves. So be careful of that. Be careful of the company you keep. And this is like, again, with relationship-wise. There's a big reason why I haven't been in a relationship for a long time, nor have I looked to, to be in one. And people may say it's because, oh, that's because nobody wants to date you. I've had situations that have arose that I could have uh, accented on and tried to make more about it, but it wasn't right because the situation the person did not match my energy and was not the right person for the role. It's how it goes. If I date somebody, I see it differently again as like, I'm seeing somebody as suitable as a wife one day or somebody I could spend my life with. I'm not just trying to have fun. If that's the case, then I'm telling you right away, we're just having fun. Communication is prevalent. It's the way you handle yourself and those people around you. I don't get distracted by bullshit. I don't waste my time chasing ash and all this stuff. If I'm devoting time and energy into you, whether it's a friendship, whether it be somebody that I see as somebody that could be something greater, you'll know because you'll see how much effort I put into you. And I'm probably one of the most busiest people I know. I host three podcasts. I do social media posts. I work national radio. I have friends that I'm training in the gym. I have all of this stuff I'm doing, plus starting a side 
side business, trying to keep my mom healthy and in check and doing work around the house, all of this stuff. I still try to find ways to make more time with the limit of time I have because it shows the precedent of what I'm trying to accomplish. So if you have people that give you focus of your life and they give you the time and energy, don't squander it. Don't play around with that. Don't challenge it. Don't play into this bullshit of distractions where people try to say like, oh, it's because he's simping over you. No, 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 no. It's because he probably likes you. Oh, it's probably because he has no suitors. He's desperate. Uh, You can tell if somebody's desperate. If they're not doing anything and spending all of their time on you, then yeah. But if there's somebody that are doing a lot of stuff again, again, I use myself because I'm an example. Like myself, if I show interest or do this stuff with you, it's because there's something I see there. There's value. I like you as a person, right? That's why I have certain friends that I keep very close to me, certain people. And if there's a woman in my life and I spend extra time with them, it's because I have interest in them. That's just how it goes. Don't get distracted by the bullshit. Don't get distracted by... By what the world tells you you need to do or your family or your friends. Don't give in to these distractions. So as I started this whole convo with this bullshit thing that happened with the Oscars and also the world and everything else, this also now gets scoped into your own life. What are you doing to benefit yourself? I have to ask you this. What are you truly doing to benefit your life? What are you chasing? What are you aspiring to be? What is your focus on? Are you somebody that just wants to live a simple life of just going to work, coming home, enjoying your life, your family and friends, and just living? That's fine. But do not get distracted then about what's important in your life. Do not let the world consume you and train you to believe what's right and wrong. And don't let other people around you change your mind for the wrong or for the worse, rather than the better in challenging your beliefs. And the way you can test this is test people. Ask questions. Listen to what they have to say or are they just regurgitating the same information that you can hear anywhere else about the same kind of topics and just constantly moving it forward and becoming a distraction themselves? That is what this world is, my friends. That is exactly what is going on right now. And I'm trying my best to help you subtly see that. I stay in the shallows. It's not my job to go deep diving. I don't have my equipment to go scuba diving right now into the deepness of this world. I'm staying in the shallows because it helps you think for yourself. That's why this is so prevalent and important. Again, there's going to be distractions in your life. Things are going to pop up even small and minute. It doesn't matter. It's all right to look differently and to see them for what they are. That's why politics, they're a distraction to me. They don't accomplish anything. If they did, we wouldn't have this homeless problem that I see in LA. We wouldn't have hungry people. We wouldn't be throwing away as much food as we are and then focusing on stupid celebrities and their bullshit rather than the problems that really need to be fixed out here. Why is gas still so high? Why is nobody coming together to say this is not okay. People are already struggling in this country to get by because of how shitty the pay is on a lot of these jobs, yet they're increasing inflation and all of this stuff. And you know what they're doing? Don't worry. We'll give you stimulus checks. That's a distraction for what they want to do, which is make you push out of not owning anything. They don't want you to be able to afford your house, your cars, none of this shit. They want you to have nothing and then be comfortable with it because they're giving you stuff that they own and then paying you a salary. You're basically turning into a child again. This conversation keeps evolving, and I love it. That's why all these distractions are happening. They are keeping you away from the bigger agenda that is at hand. I've given you clues along of these shows, along this way. You need to be aware of what's going on. I understand most of us just want to be comfortable in our bubble, but you can't be in a bubble if the ocean dries up. Okay? Bubbles only live in water. And if they're outside the water, eventually they poppeth, and then they are gone forever. 
Don't let your bubble pop. You can still be in your bubble, but you can't be a part of the problem. Do not get distracted. Stay focused on the world and focused on yourself. The reason why I asked you if you're chasing anything and doing anything with your life is because those are extremely prevalent to not only being a happy person, but to continuously moving forward with the life you were given because time does not exist. And time moves differently, by the way. This is a fun little tangent here for you. I was watching this guy talk about this study that was done about how time moves for different individuals and why it's so hard for us to hit flies at time, why flies are always so good at dodging and moving around. They talked about metabolism and how different metabolisms for animals, whether it be their heartbeat, the ratio, how they move, what they do, time moves differently for them. So comparison from a fly to a hummingbird to us to a sloth. You see how crazy time is and how they move differently and what they do and how they sleep and eat. And it's unbelievable to me. So that made me think about life as a whole. And it's like, okay, so then if time's moving differently for most people, how does everything else move with us? And if time does not exist, how are we focused on what's important in our life then? How are we focused on these things to move forward and to benefit ourselves? How do we not get distracted? This is the most important thing. You need to stay focused on yourself, whether it be improvement, whether it be growth, whether it be something to better yourself, you cannot become stagnant. As soon as you become stagnant, you become prone to falling for distractions. And I don't want you to be like that. I don't want you to be somebody that falls for this stuff because it's going to keep popping up and it's going to be even more prevalent as we move forward in these next few years. There's a lot of big plans for this world. That's why they keep pushing this in front of our face, talking about the Great Reset, the Great Reset, the Great Reset. I'm not a prophet, but I'm telling you now there will be a food shortage probably this year some places where people have a really hard time getting their food. It's going to be shitty. It was just like the toilet paper thing that happened. We had a shortage because people panicked. They overbought. They stopped producing as much because of what was happening and there wasn't enough. It's the same thing now. There's a reason why people are buying up all the farmlands and stopping production of foods. There's a big objective at hand. Just like a cyber attack. They keep warning about a cyber attack probably in the next few years, if not this year as well, there will be a cyber attack. Where us as people will not have internet, electricity, all that stuff for a few days. It's going to happen eventually. They're telling us, don't get distracted by all this bullshit. Who cares about Will Smith slapping some dude? It has nothing to do with our lives or bettering any of us. It makes us worse off. The only way that betters us and this whole thing with Russia pandemic is if we get together and talk and say, what can we change? What can we do differently? And how can we avoid these things from happening again? It doesn't happen. It enables people. And that's why more bad shit happens. So better yourself. Do not get stuck in this stuff. Start exercising. Start working out. Get a gym membership. Go for a walk. Whatever it may be. You need to move your body. You need to mentally stimulate yourself. So whether it be thinking with this show that I do once a week or reading different literature or thinking about different things that's going on, you have to challenge yourself and you have to find a way to better the people around you and yourself. Because at the end of the day, just being a good person is all that matters. I wish nothing but happiness for every one of you that listens to this show and to find true love one day in your life that changes the views of not not only yourself, but builds with you, that elevates you to levels higher than unobtainable by your own self. But to do that, you cannot get distracted. So again, please do not fall for this petty bullshit. Do not fall for these uh, reality TV shows where they're just feeding you fake drama and fake bullcrap, like the Kardashians. I work in entertainment. I know what happens. They have producers. They create drama to make you entertained because anything to escape our reality is a better reality. That's what they're creating. Why do you think like this new thing with Meta is such a big push, a virtual reality through Facebook? They know what they're doing. 
They're distracting you. They're trying to distract you from a world that is falling apart around us that we give in and we stop fighting. That's why if you ever read the Bible or follow along with that stuff, there's a lot of hidden messages in plain sight. There's a reason why people who believe in God are happier people. There's a reason why when people find purpose in their life and a direction and feel like they're doing something to benefit others or those around them are happier rather than people that just hurt other people or do bad. There's a reason why hurt people hurt people. It's that simple. Happiness spreads happiness. I mean, I don't know what other way to say it to you. It's quite simple. I just wanted to bring to your attention because this was so prevalent, so I sat down to talk about it, and plus I teased a show I already did, but do not get caught up in these distractions. Look around your life. Ask yourself, what am I being caught up in? How many times am I looking at my phone? How many times am I going to these social platforms? How many times am I constantly scrolling for hours, distracting myself rather than doing something for myself? Don't do that. Stop scrolling through TikToks and Instagrams and all this bullcrap and do something to better yourself. Please, I urge you. This is very important. This is how the world will change is when we change. We become the change in the world. The rest follows. Do not be distracted. Do not keep people around you who just bring you down, who don't want anything from you. Do more and be better. We can do it. I know I'm constantly doing it, so there's no excuse for anybody else to not do it. Always find growth and change. Always find happiness and change. Always find the challenge and change. Keep trying to do better. Do not be distracted by these petty bullshit and these bullshitters. They peddle you all of this stuff. Tell them to just Joe pedal out of here, all right? <laughs> Geppetto, whatever it is, which that's a whole other thing, by the way. That just that wrecked me when I learned about that Disney stuff and how dark a lot of these ones are. Gee whiz, man. There goes a childhood. Why does a freaking pastor have a, his cock sitting out in Little Mermaid? What the hell is that? <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed this little rift. I hope that I was able to shine a little bit of light for you that there's a lot of things that are going to be amplified within our viewpoint to make us fear or to make us be holdent or to make us enabled of doing things wrong. I promise you if CNN and all these other networks didn't blow our freaking lid off with all this COVID talk and all this bullshit and the CNN and all this who the World Health Organization actually cared about people, not only would they freaking get rid of all this bullshit that's in people's food like dyes, red dye, uh, high fructose corn syrup, and all this bullshit, and you followed the money and realized what's really going on, we could actually make a change because then we wouldn't be distracted by this bullshit. We wouldn't let them de-evolve us as species and think stupidly and have an attention span shorter than a freaking goldfish. I mean, it sucks. It really sucks that when I get together with people now or talk to random people or anything, I can see how far communication has come. People have a hard freaking time listening and actually conversating. They just listen to respond. That's it. They're not listening to have a conversation with you. They're just waiting. They're like, ah! <laughs> so be aware. Be aware of the distractions. Realize that Whenever a main event happens, something as big as this with the Oscars, and it gets blown up and just everywhere and everyone's talking about it, question why? Really question why? Why is it that with Epstein, his lady that had was on trial and had this big thing where she was also naming people and talking about all these people that had a hand within this pedophilia and human trafficking, why did none of that get any light? How come that's not being talked about? What happened to all that stuff? Did we just stop? Like, we're oh, okay, the news isn't talking about it, so it's not a big deal anymore. Yet that was just a fall guy. Epstein was just a fall guy. You know, there was a lot of people that are connected to this stuff, and most of them which are in Hollywood. Oh, maybe the two like Will Smith and Jade Smith that actually, oh, no, we won't talk about that, though. No, 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 we don't care about that stuff. Distractions. Don't be distracted, please. You're better than that. You know why I know that? Because you're a part of my family. So I love you guys. 
I really do. And I thank you for being a part of this journey with me and having fun. So I used to like teasing at what was to come next week as we move forward with the show. But I'm starting to realize that as I'm going to be talking a lot of topical things as well or whatever I'm hot on or whatever pops up, right? I don't want to limit myself. I don't want to put myself in brackets of things I need to talk about. And also to protect myself from saying I'm going to talk about something I already talked about when I don't want to touch on it yet. I'm just going to leave you guys with just warm thoughts and just let you know that you're loved. And then uh, just kind of like jump into the next topic. Keeps you guys on your toes too. That way you guys can get excited when you see a new episode and see what it's about. I want to challenge you guys now. I want to change it up. I think that's the best way with life is to keep people on their toes, right? To always do something different. So I thank you guys so much for being a part of my family. Um, If you haven't followed me yet, if you're just listening to the show for the first time or whatnot, follow the Instagram page if you don't mind, because I'm going to start doing more stuff on there and doing live uh, podcasts on there too, where I'll bring the camera in and I'll record myself in studio while I'm doing the show so you guys can get a firsthand account of enjoying it too. And I'll actually riff with you guys in the chat and stuff. So Follow the page if you guys can. It is Shallow Oceans Pod or just Shallow Oceans Podcast. If you put it in Instagram, it will pop up for you. Go ahead and follow that. And if you're listening to me on Spotify, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, wherever you are, please leave me a rating. Let me know what you think of the show. Leave me some ideas for what you would like for future references. And go to that Instagram page I just told you about because I posted a hot reel. And I'm going to start posting more promotional things to promote this show. So if you can, like those and share those. Help this show grow. I want to help more people. I'm not doing this for fame. I'm not doing this for clout. I'm doing this to bring in more people to help them. Like I've helped hopefully some of you. Uh, I know I've helped myself, so it's a big win. So I love you guys so much, and I thank you for being a part of this family and staying a while and listening. So always remember that in a world that seems so full of distractions and so many relevant things that have no purpose at all, I personally believe the meme culture has been created to sway people's minds and to distract him. (laughs) The world is really not as deep as you think. I'll see you all next week.